Hello, hello, hello. 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 <laughs> oh, three we stooges. Got, yeah. We're going to talk about them, but we'll talk about them some other time. Uh, we have the one, the only good beer, bad movie connoisseur, or <laughs> himself, Pequent, is back in action. Hey, Cam. It's great to hear your voice, but it's been too long. It's all good, man. How's the cheese, man? It's the How's man. the cheese? Cheese is good over here. Uh, I just got some Limburger the other day, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab some of that after we eat and hope it doesn't give me nightmares. <laughs> I mean, I guess unless there's cocaine in it, I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. You get to my age, sometimes things do funny things to your tummy at night. <laughs> oh, yeah, get those probiotics, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> How you been, bud? Well, I can't you have been prolific. You are <laughs> dropping so many episodes. I can't. I can't keep up. I got to cherry pick a lot of them. Like oh, this one's interesting. Oh, I got to listen to that one. I just. I can't keep up with you, dude. You're. You're incredible. It's all good. I just want to entertain people, dude. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> if it's all for nothing, well, so be it. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 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 so much fun to to see your your shows drop into my uh, my podcatcher almost on a daily basis anymore <laughs> that's probably why everyone's like hey look <laughs> <laughs> at <Welcome> death pinch <laughs> that's right Shut up. <laughs> uh, take, a, take a week off oh <laughs> uh, well so you have no shortage of infamous movies and i just always love how you'll, you'll retort back you're like good movies you're in the wrong business kid <laughs> right <laughs> Oh, we we uh we, we only do it once a month, so we try to make it a good one. Uh, we're gonna do Legend here in a couple of months. Uh, yeah, yeah. I even went out and bought the damn uh, air, is it the Arrow box set? I think there's an Arrow box set. Of course there is. Uh, of wow. course there is. Right or yeah. or Shout Factor, one of the two. I forget. But I just I just laid down the cash today for it. So uh, does Ridley Scott insinuate uh, that Tom Scott. Cruise is a replicant? <laughs> Uh, I was no. actually I was on a, a Tim uh, Curry kick and <laughs> I, I I messaged the guys and said, "Hey, what do you what do you say we do Legend? I've never seen this stinker." And <laughs> Dave was Dave was so excited. He's like, "I want to do everything. Let me let me manage this one." So uh, <laughs> I turned the reins over to Dave. Uh, and We're going to record that one in a few weeks, so that's going to be a lot Perfect. of fun. <laughs> Freaking Legend, man! Uh, and this is where it gets hysterical. How so many different 80s fantasy movies like like even trash like you know death stalker beastmaster you know like and then we get other camp like lady hawk and what have you and just oh, everyone varies on it and it's Matthew just broderick oh my goodness before he was car crashing oh too soon right um, <laughs> shell pfeiffer Rutgerd Hauer, and making you totally forget that he's an evil cyborg or hitcher um oh my god it's been decades since i've seen that film <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget just the slow motion shot it's just like total 80s oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course saved at the last minute you're like oh, of course so here's a funny fact uh, like willow like you know george lucas was on record as saying this was his version of lord of the rings however not every critic was familiar with lord of the rings so they instantly were like uh he's just doing a fantasy version of star wars minus spaceships and bots I mean, and it's kinda, just so funny he kind of <laughs> did <laughs> he totally did but I mean, I mean this queen in this movie is totally in for palpatine there's just no way around it but it is so funny how this was what like when peter jackson actually went and adapted lord of the rings this was he he was on record as saying he wanted a more fantasy version of a Braveheart or Gladiator type film, as well as some visual similar to the 70s Ralph Bosky cartoon. However, he then also listed a bunch of movies that he did not want this film to be like. And I actually oh, yeah? Beastmaster was there and Willow was like the first one he listed. He's like, and people were like, Oh, why would he hate Willow? I'm like, well, to be fair, guys, this movie was hot shit back in the day in the worst possible way. No one liked it. It, I I don't remember anybody liking this, and it was a big budget movie. Out, outside of well, I think it won a couple of awards for costuming and, and sound visual mixing, probably. And sound yeah. it was it was a pretty film. Uh, the The landscapes were gorgeous. The oh, the DVD was, was so heavily good. promoted. Uh, but it was it was kind of a hot mess. The whole movie was. It uh, didn't <laughs> feel like the actors were really into it. Uh, and I really I 
even if Lucas says he wanted to be a Lord of the Rings, he really <laughs> just kind of retold Star Wars in a lot of the beats. Like, like you had those two little brownies that were yet a tall one and a short one. So they were the comic relief, the R2-D2 and C-3PO of the film. Uh, <laughs> yes. You had the Emperor Even Palpatine or Lord Vader, this, this gal who was super evil and uh, she was evil just for evil's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the hero Warwick Davis. You had Val Kilmer who was the Han Solo of the movie. Right. Um, and much like in real life, he was very grumpy and hard to control. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember the gal's name, but she was uh, Jonah Wally, who he later married. Val Kilmer married Jonah Wally. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for him. She's a cutie. I like her. So uh, Did you ever she see was... that noir film, uh, Kill Me Again, that they were in a year no, later? No, never oh, okay. seen that. So uh, there wow. you go. <laughs> it's well, okay. Yeah. It, I, it was just like she was. She was a, I don't want to say Princess Leia, but she was a toughest nails gal who mm-hmm. fell in love with the scoundrel. And it was like, oh man, there's a lot of these, a lot of the beats <laughs> of Star Wars is in Willow. And uh, if Lucas was going for something different, he, he missed. <laughs> I mean, you had straight up the force in it toward the end as the, the, uh, the white witch or whatever, the Obi-Wan stand in, uh, grabbed the, the wand using the force so i i don't know it, it seems like it's was such a good idea and mm-hmm. you had good people in there i just don't think the script was i i don't i it wonder was, how it was much pretty loose it was kind of like at the halfway point uh, i feel like i wouldn't if someone were to tell me the wheat siblings from alien and the ewok movies worked on this i would believe it because <laughs> they have a very narrow plot but it's pretty much, you know, Ron Howard, I'm really surprised that he worked with Lucas on this and then he turned down directing, you know, prequels and other Lucas projects. So I don't know. I I, I really am, I feel like throughout several featurettes and especially in the excellent uh, Disney Plus Industrial Light and Magic uh, docudrama series, uh, they talked so much about how everyone was uncomfortable, you know, getting familiar with swordplay and you know, Howard had never done effects, so he was just really constantly just communicating with with Lucas? Uh, the effects guy. Oh, okay, so, sure. He was like, so where is it going to be? Okay, never done that, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, he was really young. And you know what? The, the effects were good. Uh, ILM did a bang-up job on the, the stop motion. The yeah. morphing, it, I mean, in today's standards, is certainly dated, but for the time, it was great. I mean, if I can go through the Wayback Machine, turn my brain back to 1988. That uh, <laughs> that all that morphing with the the as Willow's trying to bring the witch, the good witch, back into her human form, that was that was something else. Yeah, right. <laughs> start making all these crooning noises. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and of course that gal is is your Yoda substitute. Oh, totally, <laughs> older lady. Now here's the ultimate question. Oh yeah. Is this Warwick's best role to date, or is it more fun just seeing him be an Ewok, or is it? Would you prefer the trashy stuff like Leprechaun? Oh man, you're, <laughs> you're pulling my heartstrings because I love them Leprechaun movies, dude. <laughs> I love them to death. I don't. Oh care yeah, how, totally. They're terrible, and I love them. Oh yeah, especially uh, he, part three from five. Oh my god, oh. just when he starts rapping with all the gangsters, <laughs> you're just like. This is amazing. And Leprechaun Ice-T, in the hood. Oh my Ice-T God. literally looks the whole movie like no one told him what to do except react. <laughs> so he's like, I guess what? I'm going to kill this fucking I, leprechaun. Right. Uh, uh, best? I uh, I, I, man, I don't know. He, he was a fine actor. I don't think he had a lot to work with. He was also extremely young. He was only like 17, yeah. so 17 or 18 years old at oh the time. God. So he was yeah. super young. So I got to give him a little bit of a break for that because I know he's acting as an adult, <laughs> but he's still a child at the time. Um, what, what was that? He did a he did a uh, a sitcom. Of, oh yeah, um, life's not short. With, that's uh, it. Steve there were Merchant and Richard Gervais. Some yeah. Very funny parts and some very uncomfortable parts of that. Oh yeah, show. and then they I do the to... unofficial Willow reunion, and I love yeah. how. <laughs> Vol's playing a douchebag version of himself. And he's like, oh, uh, by the way, you're paying 
you're, you're paying yeah. the entire restaurant bill and he just runs yeah. away. <laughs> it's it yeah i i'm I surprised that. he did that he must be so oblivious to all the stories about me <laughs> or he just doesn't give a shit anymore i don't know <laughs> make make some money dude good for well, you well that's the other ir- irony is it's like we're both mad at him and sorry for him because he you know he lost his signature voice and then at the same time you just hear all the you know how he was a pro on uh you know heat and ghost of the darkness and then how he's just a total you know p-r-i-c-k on <laughs> freaking yeah. batman red planet of all movies and he's just arguing with people who he's known for years and you're like you're for real just like the most petulant argument and you're just oh. not going to come out of your trailer yeah well i don't know a whole lot about that but uh that sounds terrible <laughs> well, <laughs> got, sounds like he got too big for his britches uh, uh, totally because uh, Conan O'Brien would even like show funny like just photos of people at the beaches and what have you and what's so funny is it, it took his agent finally telling him hey maybe you might want to lose some weight because he <laughs> he didn't notice I'm like well and then I saw that editorial he wrote where he was just like I didn't know what to do with all my fame I'm like ask what should I do you know because wow. clearly you know why you want to get into this and I, I just feel very sad because I'm trying to not be on a soapbox here, but mm-hmm. you, you would think like with whoever mentored him, that was enough, you know, but I don't know. I, I, re- I really don't because it, it just seemed like he went to some kind of Malkovich kind of acting studio. And then he just kind of went from there. And I think by the time he was in the doors, which was like three years after this, uh, I think at that point he was just like, I will do whatever. And if I don't like it, I'm going to just, you know, talk shit to everyone. That sucks. That's 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 sad. <laughs> that's really sad. I, I I wish people would appreciate where they are and how they got there instead of just becoming a prima donna. But nothing you can do about that. No, not uh, a bit. Do you think he owns this role here, or or like I, you say, is he one of the others who just seems like he's going with the flow, but not sure how to swing the sword? I read somewhere that he ad libbed a lot of his lines. So. <laughs> And it, I think that comes out like maybe that was a Spielberg note. Hey, uh, right, hey, uh, Stephen. Uh, this is Ronnie. Uh, how do you deal with uh, people like this? <laughs> well, uh, Ronnie, uh, you're, you're a big boy now. I think you can. Right, you can do it uh, yourself. When I deal with kids on ET and what have you, I usually just go with a natural everyday conversation. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Sounds good. I'll can try I, that. Can I put my brother Clint in here? Oh, no, no, no. We, we don't have the budget. <laughs> right. <laughs> Leave that for Apollo 13. Uh, yeah, I, I, he's, I don't think anybody really was a great actor in this. So <laughs> da- Davis was fine. Uh, I thought Joanne was really rough. I don't know how young she was in this film, but she definitely she looked was, like she wanted to kill him. Like they were making inappropriate jokes behind her. She, she was delivering. I thought she was delivering lines though. I mean, she was reading her lines and waiting for the other person to read their lines and back and forth. I didn't feel like she was really acting with, it felt like, felt like a young person, <laughs> a, a, a big job for a young person, maybe a little more bit. Maybe she bit off a little more. She could chew. I'm not really sure. Uh, Kilmer seemed to enjoy himself, but man, I thought he was trying to do a Han Solo way too much. And it just, yeah, I, I wasn't charmed by him like I was with Harrison Ford. Uh, the, the, <laughs> probably the best actors were uh, Kevin Pollack and his sidekick. I, I He's another one who gets kind of completely forgot about Kevin Pollack and all the voices he can who's do. Who's the other guy? I couldn't find anything on the other partner in crime is uh i got i got it up here uh rick overton i know nothing about that dude <laughs> but i recognize kevin pollock's voice right away and the two of them were clearly having a blast because i'm pretty sure they just went don't give a oh, shit let's just I have bet. a good old time and they were definitely hamming it up through the entire thing and i, I enjoyed their performance but i i thought the, the biggest flaw of this movie is i think it leaned into the comedy too much it wanted no, to be this it's good. It, it wanted to be this epic and they wanted to create this fantasy world and all that but at every turn they were trying to tell a joke and i don't know if they were I'm not really sure who this was for were they really trying to make a kids movie or were they going for the fantasy adult 
uh, out there in the audience. I, because '88, boy, you're at the tail end of the sword and sandal years. <laughs> this is well past Conan, Conan the Destroyer, Beastmaster, <laughs> Ator, Yor, uh, Hawk the Slayer. Oh, um, there you go. Red Sonia, the Crawl. Barbarians, yeah. Crawl. That's that's right, Crawl. Uh, you're you're at the very tail end of it, and there were some. I'm not going to tell you that. With, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you any of those were great films, but you know, Conan the Barbarian was good. Crawl was fun. Hawk the Slayer was silly, but it was also fun. The, oh, these yeah. movies had humor in them, but they didn't. They weren't trying to be a comedy, and I felt like this was really trying hard to be a comedy. Uh, yeah, no, not, no, that's true. Because like I see people complain about, I don't know, Temple of Doom or Last Crusade having too much humor. It works for me on Indiana Jones for some reason. Well, yeah, they're, they're charming people. I mean, my God, how you've got Harrison Ford and and uh, Sean Connery, short round, two of the most and, charming yeah. people in Hollywood. How can you not love it? Uh, right? Yeah, good old, good old short round. Again, <laughs> charming people. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I. There's lots to like and there's lots to not like. It's one of those I've seen all kinds of people come around on this. I've seen people discover for the first time and say this is my this is my top twenty, you know, like fantasy movies. And then others really? say there's a reason wow. I avoided this for so long. Oh my god, this is garbage. George Lucas is overrated. And so oh, it's I interesting think... how it's on Disney Plus, but I don't think it is anymore because the TV show wasn't too big. Oh, a hit. I I watched it on Disney Plus. That's where I saw it. Oh, okay. So, so it's there. it's there, although it's also if you dig deep enough, you can find it on YouTube. And that's where I watched it at 1.25 speed. And that's about the most perfect speed you can watch this movie oh, at. Because this this freaking movie is two hours long. It has no business being two hours long. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just it's Independence Day, you know, should be longer in comparison. But yeah. Um yeah, yeah. I'm with you. There, there's lots to like. I still have fond memories of seeing it at age, I want to say 14 or something. That's when okay. the DVD yeah. came out. But at the same time, they're like you say, they're it's not going to be something you watch every day. And if you, uh, kind of like every other apocalyptic movie, there are several times where it's like they're flat out just throwing that baby down the slope, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't think that, that works. The sled scene as they're sledding down the mountain. It's in with the them. trailer, even. It's like a Princess I, Bride segment. That it's, was that was oh, it's little Indiana Jones uh, Temple of there Doom you style go. too. There right? you go. Uh, you could even talk about James Bond a little bit with that, yeah, that scene, and, and I enjoyed it. I thought that was a lot of fun. That was that Kevin O'Hurley from Death Wish Free and all these other junky movies yeah. as the villain, and he seems definitely lost in another movie. Yeah, that's the guy with the skull mask. You talking about? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he's like, that's Kirby, and it's like I, a. Did you? Are you doing a Skeletor cosplay? I, I was he's somewhere between Skeletor and, and Darth Vader, I think. <laughs> that was a year after that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. everyone's knows were don't be like he man. <laughs> mm -hmm. So did you watch the the show? I did. Um on and, Disney Plus? Did you? Yeah. Well, actually, so here's the thing. It just got removed from Disney Plus. So I used my sources, if you will, on the internet. And just to finally oh, sure. confirm, you know, like, what's the problem? Why are, you know, all the trolls online calling it woke? And why are the other people who are diehard fans just not digging this and saying, uh, it's just kind of confusing, really. Like, I saw so many people who were also going to give it a chance, but, you know, opted out after the second episode. And I think you said you tried the pilot and you're just like, yeah, fuck this. And I, I all I can say is the set design and music is there. But then there's all this other stuff where it's like, okay, that's. A fun 80s rock music but what's it doing in a fantasy movie you know <laughs> oh okay so I, I i think saying fuck it is a it's a that's strong i i i just it it was beautiful you're absolutely right the costuming and the uh the, the sweeping landscapes were gorgeous but i boy like when they first find willow and he gives this speech like i'm the fifth wizard of the eighth house of the yeah Sand dragons or something like that where he's been my, since my movie. brain shut off and i don't know if that's if it, i put this in air quotes a maturity level or something i or just i'm over the fantasy of films at this point in time in my life for the time oh, that's being. a good point because uh, like maybe i've outgrown them like i like i've i've certainly outgrown the marvel movies here recently i'm 
Oh I'm yeah, just, I'm, I got. I'm I don't. I just don't have time for them. Anymore. You don't need it's... anything after uh, Phase Four. I mean, I I can enjoy Sam Raimi doing his own thing with Doctor Strange Two, and Song Shi has some fun martial arts. But yeah, at the, the same Spider-Man time, movies were good too. The the uh, Spider Verse movies, are right? Really dark, and then the rest is just like, okay, well, when do we say no more sequels? Because <laughs> there's all these other franchises get mocked because they keep going and keep going and keep going, and it's like, well okay and i'm actually okay with michael b jordan taking rocky away you know for instance from you know stallone is like yeah because he's gonna knowing him he'll likely do what he's always done where he gets spoiled in success and then he turns out more and then it goes downhill and then he reactivates it 20 years later and there's no need <laughs> we gotta learn from history here buddy right, we can't, right. Just let it be just end it there there doesn't need to be five plus sequels but yeah, I mean, some franchises can get out of it, and then there's others where it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I have to just kind of all of a sudden not care. I'm just like, okay, well, I was down with this for the count, but if it's going to just keep going on and on, I'm no patsy. <laughs> it's, and it's so much to keep up on. And uh, yeah, it, it's and the millennials are really immature. They've never heard of any of this classic 70s music. I'm like, go talk to your parents. Come on. If it uh, it took does, Iron Man for you to hear a Black Sabbath. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, but it does introduce them to some music that they haven't been exposed to before. <laughs> uh, if if I'm listening to music and I had a kid, I'm sure my kid would go, "Ugh, old music. I don't want to listen to this." <laughs> so, and then, but if if Chris Pratt's dancing to it in Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> okay. they're gonna go, "Well, that's pretty damn cool." And, and then when they go from there and they discover a whole new world of music outside of whatever <laughs> is out there today. Uh, funny, funny though. I, I I've been thinking about this. Like I said that I watched Willow and I watched the the first episode, and I think maybe <laughs> I'm maybe I'm done with this kind of movie. I just I feel like a hypocrite because I just saw the latest Dungeons and Dragons movie, and I had a ball. That was a great film. It yeah, wasn't. No. It yep, wasn't I'm... great. It wasn't. I mean, it was by no means a great film, but it. Entertained the hell out of me. Uh, it was uh, not Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, Chris Evans, uh, Chris, Chris Evans. Pine, Chris Pine. Pine. God damn, Chris's all these Chris's, yeah, I know. right? All these Jesus, Chris. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I saw it in theater, and while the villain was kind of irritating, I was just like, you know, it took a while to get going. I was like, yeah, but see, this understands how to talk about the rules of this game yeah. without because I don't know about you, I cannot play a single round D. I, oh, yeah, I it just brain constantly blowing up you know with all the just like any rpg just the unlimited places and outcomes you can do it's like monopoly <laughs> if it never ends right uncle. so the game that never ends um, the game that, yeah okay lame shot <laughs> I, right right i just needed I, more puppets <laughs> yeah i played DD in college when i had time but, <laughs> but uh but in my adult life there's <laughs> hey man if you've got time and the energy go for it because i think it's highly entertaining but it's yeah it's not for me anymore um and i liked how they i liked how the Dungeons and dragons movie introduced this world and these concepts in a digestible way where young fans who don't know a damn thing about how any of it works didn't need to know anything about how it worked uh, and you would have thought that would have been the case in the 2000s too and it just seems like i'm both happy for it and i'm annoyed because oh, now yeah. i'm wondering because it's kind of like how Caraloco, you know has a surprise hit you know t2 judgment day and then every movie's got to look and sound like that while bigger emphasis on the explosions and uh -huh. more problematic stories so is this it's interesting how so many people kind of go in waves and you know with those surprise hit with illumination animations you know super mario brothers movies is like what were they saying in the boardroom but i think i kind of have a better feel of it because like i've talked to plenty of filmmakers who you know became well infamous for doing all these crazy movies and the stories they would share with me on how some of these movies were doomed beforehead like i talked to the director of ballistic experts sever and he's a nice dude but it's just so funny yeah. how he was pitching blade 2 and the New Line Cinema, Zach, was like, he was pitching a cool East meets West kind of 
you know, Ooh. Yakuza and triads fighting, uh-huh. but they're vampires. And the new line is that instead of getting the vibe he's going for, yeah, like Black Rain or 48 Hours, he's like, oh, so you want to make a Rush Hour type blockbuster? How did you get Rush Hour for that? So uh-huh. I do feel like a lot of that <laughs> is still present. There's still these guys who are asleep at the wheel. They're looking at the wrong direction. They're not completely wrong, but they're still missing a good chunk of the point. <laughs> yeah, I I want to I want to say probably what uh, movie execs are kind of like our government, where it's a bunch <laughs> of old yeah. white guys in charge, old rich white guys in mm-hmm. charge, and they're more interested in making a buck and turning <laughs> something out quickly. And the, the you know the, the guard hasn't changed yet. We'll return after these messages. Hello and welcome to Culture Shocked, the pop culture podcast brought to you by four aging millennials and our outdated opinions. Join us every Tuesday as we discuss movies, TV, games, and even music, new and old. Dude, what do you think you're doing? Are you seriously trying to record a promo without us right now? Well, uh, yeah. Dude, you can't just do the promo by yourself. Who's going to listen to that? Yeah, and you probably haven't even told them that we're a pop culture podcast where we always agree on everything. Uh, for instance, the Sam Raimi trilogy easily being the best of the Spider-Man movies. J- no, no. But I think we can all agree that Jaws is a classical masterpiece. Mm, nope, don't like that. But we do all agree that the sequel trilogy of Star Wars is the best in the Skywalker saga, right, guys? That comment is so ridiculous. I don't even know where to Anyways, be- uh, that'll do it from all of us here at Culture Shock. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. (laughs) Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast sci-fi horror fantasy superheroes comedy action film television maybe some not so current events find us on itunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com cool thing about blind knowledge is we are in multiple countries we are worldwide all across the globe we are in the u.s we are in the uk we are in canada germany india japan we're in australia y'all blindknowledge.com Now back to the feature presentation. Uh, Yeah, they're afraid of being canceled instead of getting rid of all the toxic guys. Like, hey, yeah, with that movie, it'll win all the awards at the Jewish Awards Show. Well, why not make a movie that's just good and you get fame the right way? But yeah, it is very much like politics. They they can't win fair and square. They got (laughs) it. Don't right they they have to they have to be right instead of making something good and got to do and, a few more bribes and then and deny 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 <laughs> I, I think we're i think there's some especially in horror anymore i think you're getting a oh, lot of really really good directors really good uh I, I don't know producers making sure that things are turning out well and we're in a golden age of horror right now ladies and gents enjoy it before it turns into horror in the 90s. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know, man. I think they're going to do Scream to Death to where everyone's just like, okay, kill it now. <laughs> Again. I, I, I still haven't seen the new one, uh, but the, la- the last one, what was it? Six was the... Uh, 
second uh, last one was five so five yeah, yeah five i didn't i liked five it was it was fun it was a fun ending for the like the original cast so <laughs> i think that scream is going to continue on with some new faces i and hope so man I, and... I haven't seen the new one yet but i'm i'm eager to pop it in the dvd it's a long story short it's kind of like creator kevin williamson's other show the following i'm not, not familiar with that one either okay that's all good so basically just <laughs> all these copycat cults going out oh okay that would that would make sense <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. There's so many kinds of oversaturation and D and D. If people want to say that's the best fantasy movie of this decade, I'll let them have it because fantasy has just suffered. Like before Lord of the Rings, there was just trashy, you know, Saturday morning equivalent infamous movies that you know, like Dragon Slayer that played on CBS, but studios weren't too crazy about, uh, even despite the audience really liking it on home video, and then. Lord of the Rings is a you know, surprise smash success and even gets all the awards. And then once again, we're back to square one. People want to do the imitation game. And they're like, well, yep. let's make it like Lord of the Rings. Oh, shit. This cocaine bear has already spawned <laughs> yes. like three or four cocaine animal <laughs> movies. And boy, none of them are going to be any good. <laughs> oh, of course not. But people are still going to watch it because it's... I, I'm real surprised that the Meg hasn't had any copycats un- unless I surprising too, haven't been yeah. looking too close. <laughs> <laughs> I, that could very well be it. Uh, something's setting, floating their oyster and making them say, I, Hey, put cocaine on the first part. Uh, Charles band is going crazy on it. Like cocaine dolls or some shit. I don't know. There's a, there's a shark and a raccoon, cocaine shark, cocaine raccoon. Cocaine coming shark. Out. Sharks um, versus coons. Oh, wait. That'd be a slur. Don't you say? Oh, oh no! <laughs> Careful there. Uh, but like, like uh, Atlantic Rim came out before Pacific Rim, uh, yeah. quite literally. So come on, Asylum, step up the game, guys. Let's get it on. Um, I can't believe they didn't do a Dungeons and Dragons something. That's shocking to me. Everyone uh, is. Uh, and how do you waste Jeremy Irons and Bruce Payne? But uh, basically, the reason both. In retrospect, really, Dungeons and Dragons and Mario Brothers are literally the same movie because they literally were the same kind of deal where New Line Cinema was just taking just a gamble on what a husband and wife team owned who had no experience making movies. So, yeah, it just seems like now we're at that phase where all the comedians are doing horror movies, all the indie guys are crowdfunding their sci-fi films, and then Netflix is kind of just taking over direct video made for tv <laughs> and doing a fine job at, at times for sure yeah i think that even hulu's got some nice stuff out there too. oh yeah mm-hmm. hulu yeah it, it, when it first was a thing it was so tiresome with all the stuff they took down but i think even as the disney takeover happened they started getting better at just saying hey yeah, there's no other place to offer all our content so it's got to be on hulu you know we yep. got to take all the classic you know David e. Kelly, Dick Wolf, and other shows on there. And now we got to get all the hysterical sitcoms on Fox and NBC. But uh, you can have them. <laughs> good heaven. Yeah. And good Lord, you guys repeating history. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know how they're going to, if you were to say, even do a Willow type fantasy movie nowadays, I really don't know what it would look like. And I just find it very bizarre how this movie, this show was like dead on arrival. Ron Howard was like promoting it, but then kind of vanished from the spotlight and then it gets canceled. Then there's like a TV line article saying there will be a season two, which will be rebooted of the reboot and grittier. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then it turns out that's a false news because again, this is dead. So I do feel like Disney's kind of becoming a little bit like HBO Max where they're constantly... While they're not concerned with renaming themselves, you know, like Prince every other month, every other year, they're still kind of killing stuff and not doing anything with it. I'm like, well, I don't feel sorry for you. After all those millions were spent, you didn't give it a chance. And it's not, it's barely been a year and you've already killed this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is, it, it does make me sad when a show comes out and it has some potential and then it gets canned I was so right away. Bad girl. I, I'm more mad that, you know, okay, let's say it's bad. 
you know, those people who worked on it still deserve to have it footage from it on their demo reel. Sure. But it's also going to cost the studio money. And then we already had that discussion. So. Yeah. Huh? Um, I don't think they know how to use any kind of money because it seems <clears> like it ultimately comes down to let's complain. Oh, that's too much. I can't justify 20 million. And even though the 20 million is often going to the stars and the director. So it's like, well, if they can't do a banged up job for that amount of money, then you really do have to kill this project. <laughs> and then you've got some small, uh, oh goodness. I just lost my train of thought, dude. <laughs> it's not good. There it goes. Willow, Bye -bye. does this. So yes. there's lots to like, there's lots to not care for. Um, if this doesn't make your top, fantasy movies where would you put this like as a recognition oh, boy as far as if i gotta look at my like list of fantasy movies <laughs> you gotta I, you kind of gotta look at like conan the barbarian and the latest dungeons and dragons i think are as far as good movies those are as mm -hmm. good as they get but the others man the others are just i'm looking to be entertained so you've got Hawk the Slayer with the silly Hong string West. of doom at the end. <laughs> My Lucio Fulci. Uh, uh, oh yeah. It, so what? Th this kind of is, is somewhere in the middle. I would think if if I had to throw a top twenty out there per se, I think this would fall somewhere solidly in the middle. It is beautiful. Um, the the landscape, the costuming, the the special effects, the stop motion. <laughs> I think all those pieces were there. I just the 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 amount of humor that i tried to pigeonhole in this was off-putting to me yeah it's just it was just too much how about you where would you stick it uh it's an in-between movie i'm i would show it to kids there's not oh, for sure too much that i'd have to worry about okay to you know nothing too risque nothing <laughs> gruesome even for 80s pg standards but at the same time like if you're not into fantasy, I'm not going to reference. No, gonna recommend it don't to watch this if you're not into fantasy. That's for sure. You know, they did you? I read the the first book also, because uh, Chris Claremont, who was one of my favorite Marvel writers back uh -huh. in the '80s and '90s, um, or maybe, I think '70s even for heaven's sakes, uh, <laughs> wrote the shadow shadow something shadow moon, I think. Oh, yeah, shadows uh, of the moon. That that might have been it, and I I I bought the book and I read it because I was a big, huge reader at the time, <laughs> and I just started reading. I'm like, boy, this sounds familiar, and did a little bit of research on it. And by God, yeah, it's it's Willow. It's the continuation of the story, though. Wow. Okay. I can't um, find this. Yeah, Chris Claremont wrote. Okay, them. I see it. Shadow Dawn, which is written by George Lucas and Shadow Moon, and then the Wind and the. Why is it? Wow. Okay. Uh, it was Shadow something. I. Yeah. Okay. So Shadow Moon and Shadow Dawn. Wow. Nice find. I thought they were like. I thought it was a trilogy though. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, but, uh, I, but I think I, these were parts two and three. Basically, they were kind of like the Blade Runner books. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So movie is the part one. It, oh, that, okay. That would make that would make sense. Uh, good find. <laughs> yeah, I read I read that the Shadow Moon and I, I just I did not take into context that it was a continuation of the story until maybe four or five chapters in and go what i know this i'm stuff. seeing the shadow star too so i guess it's a quadrilogy man oh okay there you go and um so, so shadow uh, moon was first in 95 96 was shadow dawn and then 2000 go. had shadow star but this that's a good find because like there's way more dragons and everything and it seems like that's the main complaint about the movie is how the creature at the end that's flying around kind of doesn't look 100%. Uh, like when they were trying to get into the castle, that two-headed mm -hmm. uh, giant beast with the with the with the chin, with the Bruce Campbell chin. <laughs> yes. Um, I I thought that thing was cool as hell. Yeah, I thought uh, so too. I, but I yeah, thought... I see so many people shitting on it. I'm like, guys, it's motion oh, no. capture. It's not gonna. Who's... It's the Harry Hawson effect. It's Who's not gonna shitting on it. Are the people today shitting on it, or people yeah. back in '88 shitting? On uh, it? Both, dude. I'm seeing really. People... Uh, it was it was good. It was good stop motion. They're, I would have thought so too, crazy. dude. They're it's, crazy. I, and oh. it seems like they just think everything has to look like a certain caliber, like, you know, 
Marvel CGI. And it's just like, well, I'm back in 88, you didn't have Marvel CGI in 88. So the people yeah. back in 88 are just flat wrong. The people <laughs> today can't can't remove themselves from today's special <laughs> effects and understand that things like Metropolis were groundbreaking oh, at the time. Yeah, Metropolis, and man. It's certainly, and it was all sets for heaven's sakes, <laughs> sets and miniatures. Uh, they just don't understand it. And it breaks my heart that you can't take into consideration like uh, yeah dude i have seen trolls on the internet i'm not saying they're all trolls but a lot of them are just oblivious to how shit works and like they were complaining about the walkers and like both star wars and robocop i'm like get out of here dude oh that my is God. how they animated it then and that thing's still freaky looking that's so all, that's all they had back then and it was the best there was at the time i assure you <laughs> they're, they're they clearly don't know a lot about movies so it's, i think that's they sad. just like to shit talk they're, well, they're, 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 they're they got the, they got the gamer mentality where it's just like yeah i got no like, time for those people <laughs> zero time <laughs> <laughs> i heard it i heard um all together i mean so since we're on a good tangent uh did you ever bother with any of the did you know there was a comic book that was basically adapting um the the film i in 1988 it would shock me if there wasn't a comic book adaptation because that's something that happened in the 80s even a novelization of the book hell i owned both aliens and predator the paperback um, there you go yeah yeah so it wouldn't surprise me because that's that's when dark horse was gobbling up all the movie franchises and doing your again aliens and predator terminator as well <laughs> uh, but I was, but I'm not familiar with the, uh, the Willow. So the was Wicca it? was heavily noting how like there's several scenes that just aren't even in the final movie. That oh, that was... happened. Hell, that happened in the Star Wars comic book adaptation. Oh uh, yeah, Jabba the Hutt was. You don't know how much in the original Star Wars comic book adaptation because the Marvel would get the the script and they would <laughs> yes. write. They would they would not animate, but they would they would draw the the script itself and. If there's a late cut, then there's a late cut, and it <laughs> makes its way into the comics, and it's not in the movie. The TV yeah, oh, yeah. edit, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't pull a Cobra here, where it's like all the character development was left on the floor in favor of all the violence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NRA ads. <laughs> so no, did have you? So you've read the comic adaptation? Yeah, it's it kind of reads like uh, the Ralph Botsky adaptation of. Hmm. Lord of the Rings that there was a comic in Spain and they translated in English and same kind of deal. I, I think you dig the artwork and I'll, I'll even is, share it with you. Yeah. Is this, is this a vintage? Is it, it's from 89 or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Mar- Marvel, I assume. Or who was the publisher? Just out of curiosity. Yep. Marvel. Bob oh, Hall was the artist. Mary Jo Duffy was the writer. Oh, and from okay. August to October, the same year this movie came out in 88. So there you go. That's yeah. I would, I would read that. That'd be a lot of fun. Sure thing. Um, it's the movie is entertaining. If this is your thing, if fantasy is not your thing, this is a hard pass for you. I, I assure you. So don't, don't go out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I really don't know what would make it better, other than like you say, maybe tighten up the editing a bit. Um, it's it's does it doesn't need to be two hours. There's probably a couple scenes you could cut out. And I think you're trying too hard to tell jokes. <laughs> Everybody is. Uh, Mad Morgan's telling jokes. Um, he's. How would you rate uh, the action in this? Ah, uh, fair. <laughs> the, what were you? You mentioned that people were having a hard time learning swordplay. That's you could tell. <laughs> yeah it just shows you can tell that they were not comfortable there's a scene at the end swords. where he's in the rain and it looks like he just walked past a guy and you hear a, i'm like yeah <laughs> uh, was that and, meant to be in there or was that just to be intimidating or and the the action was definitely for kids i mean this is this this is a pg yeah it's pg film yeah. um <laughs> it was definitely made for kids there were toys if i remember right uh they're probably oh. worth a mint because i don't think I ever saw any on the shelf. Uh, I'm pretty sure there is a two-headed dragon toy out there somewhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm crazy. Uh, maybe okay. There's a vintage Tonka set, and was it Tonka? Tonka did this. 
Yeah, not kidding. Wow. Yep, How they got the that? dragon uh, and everything. Or actually, it might be one of the boars, but yeah, they even have all the freaking henchmen and sure. <laughs> I, I, I think I've seen that dragon at a couple of conventions, a couple of toy shows, maybe. So it's it's one of those triggers, like, oh, I know that monster. And then when I was watching the movie today, I went, that's where I know that monster. It's that <laughs> that toy I see every once in a blue moon. Um, <laughs> but I, I couldn't tell you if I ever saw him in the in the stores in the cable. Yeah, I, I definitely never saw him at any comic book shop or anything. Although I'm sure if you want to go like just travel around the entire country you'll find something at a thrift store yeah know? yeah <laughs> well if you find what these at a thrift store it's got to be worth some money <laughs> you're right but that's the fun of a first store. people just... throw shit away that you can sell for 30 or right. 50 bucks online <laughs> if you're lucky <laughs> if you're lucky yeah <laughs> yeah anyway yeah that's uh i i think they were really trying to start a franchise or lucas was for sure and <laughs> and sadly it just didn't work man yeah, that's fine. I uh, this is kind of like Independence Day. I noticed where it seems to vary based on one's mood. Okay, I, I will see people who were like, "Oh, Independence Day, that's a classic scene a million times." And there's others like, "Oh man, I haven't seen it in a while, but oh, it's some dog shit." And so it, it does seem like I don't know. I just feel like kind of people kind of like when they're in a college venue where they get creative with uh, just. How to describe it it's like they they become either like too unimpressed with certain jokes that are being recirculated or they're fine with it but they want to be the one to tell it and i i, I don't know this reminds me of jokes that have been told so many times to where because of the bastardization no one actually knows the actual way to tell the oh. joke the satire is too good yeah that's yeah i i, I was I don't know. I, I was just hoping for, man, either really lean into the comedy, make it a kid's thing or <laughs> back off a little bit. I'm not, I'm not real sure. I'm not a filmmaker. So I'm just talking out the side of my face right now. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how to fix this one. I, I usually, sometimes I, I have a pretty good idea how to fix things. This one, I'm not real sure. Cause there were a lot of really good things about it. Um, it's clearly too long. Two and a Is half it, or three out of five kind of rating. I'm cool with that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it's a movie. It's yeah, two and a half is fair. Um, I, it's not a strong recommend, but it's not Beastmaster two. <laughs> no, no, it certainly isn't. <laughs> Few things are Beastmaster two. <laughs> Just ask Jim Winorski. <laughs> right, but uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my opinion on Willow. I I'm surprised. I, I wasn't sure how much i'd have to say about this but clearly i, I did <laughs> it's all good dude it's yeah. all good um where can we find good beer bad movie night oh well uh we're online so find us online now we do have a, a good beer bad movie night uh podcast.com um we're on facebook pretty active on both facebook and instagram you can check us out on both those places we come out once a month because there's four of us uh two of us have well, one couple has a kid. Uh, <laughs> I am a child myself. And, I, I uh, always lose track of the various intros and you guys giving each other shit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway. It's, it's barely a description of the plot. Yeah, well, yeah. you try giving it a plot because it got none. It got none. <laughs> it got we, none. We're just, we're, we're four very old friends that have been around for a while and have made fun of movies for quite some time. <laughs> and now we've put it to my yeah, see our conversation sometimes. I'm talking yeah. to people like get into training day streakings, man. He's like, I only know David Hire from a super <laughs> movie I didn't care for. I'm like, God damn it, then he <laughs> sold out. <laughs> oh, we do have a great time. So if you uh you want to check out a new a new podcast, come on over to the show. <laughs> it's a good time. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, and Instagram again, we're we're pretty active on there. If you want to see him just describe a very hard to describe movie, and then just make fun of just how it just kind of imploded his mind. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh, so many. Um, oh, uh, 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 well, where where are we now? We've we, you've gone 
toe to toe with all kinds of like exorcisms, demonic possessions, yeah, asylum yeah. crap, and all kinds of just stuff where it's just like, I'm not even sure what we just watched or not. <laughs> the, the last, uh, we have a show coming out here in a few days. So uh, tune in for that one. We watched a found footage film called <laughs> They're Watching. And much like Willow, it was almost a good movie. And, and then it falls apart at some time. And uh, yeah, uh, it was that was a good time. We had a really good conversation about that one. So sweet. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> and with that being said, all we've suffered enough. Watch it, don't watch it. It's a like it or hate it. Yeah. Goofy movie. It's a good time. So well, thanks for having me on, Cam. This is Anytime, uh, this is always a, a pleasure. Let's uh, let's not wait so long. Yeah, let's not wait. So long. <laughs> Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up.